Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, Glenn James here. Welcome to My Millennial Money. It is the last official episode for this year and we have the team with us. Uh, But before we introduce the team, I just want to let everyone know that this episode now, it's not anything to do with money per se. It's about the community. We're going to read your census results and we're just going to share a bit that's happening. Uh, but it's just a wholesome chat with the four of us here. And we hope that you've had a great year and we've certainly had some fun. And we're going to get into all the results of the census. We're going to tell you the average income, the median income, your ages, your sexes, your whatever else, your preference to coffee order. We're going to talk about it all. So let's introduce the team now. So in the studio today, we've got Jess Pearson, Rachel Chow, and Nath Robertson. Now, hey, everyone. Hello. Ooh, oh, they're in sync. Oh, oh, I missed gosh. out. That's really yeah. sad. That yeah. is embarrassing. Now, I just want to go around uh, one of our team members, Jess Knauss, who's a producer of the show. She's we miss on, you. She's on maternity leave. Uh, so we'll go around and I'll just get everyone to uh, just say what they do in the My Millennial Money business world. So we'll start with you, JP. All right. So I do some stuff and uh, we've lately been referring to said stuff as anything that you see with your eyes. So it could be socials, Facebook, uh, I don't know, what else? Events, I don't know, website, that type of thing. Emails. Emails. I'm, I'm most likely the one that's replying to you when you get in touch with me via Facebook asking to schedule an anonymous post and letting you know that now you can submit your own anonymous post directly to the group. And the master um, moderator of all things Facebook group hashtag. True, true. You are but savage with those hashtags. Rachel's, Rachel, oh, that's true. I am savage with the hashtags. <laughs> it has to happen though. Like, get on it, guys. Come on. No, you're doing really well. I'm really proud of you, sweeties. So, <laughs> good job, everyone. So, yeah. So, JP does a lot with our partnerships as well. So, if there's any brands that reach out and want to advertise with My Millennial Money or just do DM it. me on LinkedIn and we'll get it going. Sure. So, all that stuff. Uh, Rach, thanks for joining us in the studio today. Now, you're the newest member of the team. You joined us in June? July. July. July 5th. Yes, yes. So, July 5th. So what do you do in the business, Rach? Um, I recently joined to do the production side of things with Nath. Um, yeah, while Jess is on maternity leave 
and we're just managing the shows and managing the lineups of all the episodes that are coming up and yes that's producer extraordinaire we'll call her. <laughs> so basically any guests that come on the show Rachel help organize and get them you know we try and have good quality audio Rachel organized to send them a USB mic to use coordinate everything Rach you've sold yourself short because you do a lot more than <laughs> what you've just said Rachel glitch check a lot of the episodes and pre-listen to them and you are like oxygen the air that we breathe but the music Aww. in our ears or the podcast in our ears cute. So true. Yes. So also cute. can I just say can I interrupt you here mm-hmm. so Rach and I have known each other for 10 years and a million she years, a billion like. years <laughs> and Glenn met her at one of our events and he was pretty much like yeah we've got to hire her so <laughs> it's really awesome for me I get to work with like a really good friend it's so, so fun yeah it's just a bit of um risk management because if I piss one of them off, I'll probably <laughs> piss the other friend off as well. So, mm. uh, and <laughs> Nathan, you've recently just started co-hosting a podcast. Woo! Yeah, yeah, Gen Z Money. So Azaria and I have done a couple episodes with a few more to come. But basically, um, my job besides that is all the editing and uh, making sure Glenn sounds good and making sure I do everything Rach says. That's the most important <laughs> part of my role. Um, whatever she says goes, her, so the hierarchy is Rach, then Glenn, then JP, then me. So that's probably Whoa. the internal the internal um, hierarchy here. Glenn's like, mm, not sure about that. But, mm, sure. <laughs> but um, just if you are wondering what all this is about, you know, we produce the My Millennial Money podcast. We produce My Millennial Money Express, which was a finalist in the business podcast at this year's Australian Podcast Awards. Uh, we produce My Millennial Property, My Millennial Business, My Millennial Career, We've got a new podcast called My Millennial Money Medical, and that's run by Dev Raga, who is an anonymous doctor in Melbourne. So if you're a healthcare worker and you want to learn a bit more about money, you can have a listen to My Millennial Money Medical. Uh, Of course, we've got Gen Z Money and My Millennial Health. So lots happening on the main show here. On Tuesdays, we usually do a Q&A. So some of the stuff that did come up, and we'll get to the census, People were like, oh, I'm sick of the repetitive stuff and it's too basic. Well, that's why on Thursdays, we'll do deep dive stuff and Tuesdays will be Q&A and a lot of the common stuff that we, because we've always got new listeners joining and we can't always assume that everybody is financially woke and on the same pegging financially or the same part of the journey. Uh, so yeah, Tuesday, it's Q&A, John Pigeon, who's uh, not with us today because he's uh, left on holidays early. Him and I will usually answer your questions and Thursday I'll go deep with somebody. So um, that's kind of how we do things here. And do you guys want to get into the census results? Yeah, let's do it. So a couple of things. We do this once a year because for us to produce what I think is the, you know, the best podcast content that we can, we need to hear from you, the listener, and... When I look at the census, and there's thousands of people who fill out this stuff, we look for broad trends. And I've said this before, but if you get enraged and like, they need to stop talking about crypto, I'm like, it's it's dumb, it's dumb. The next person will say, you need to talk about crypto more. So, you know, we just look for trends. So if there is a common trend that stop talking about this, we will stop. If there's a common trend that we want to hear more of that, well, we'll, we'll dig down on that. So, you know, we will get into the weeds. But Nathan, we asked a question, 
What did we ask? Oh, morning or night person. Yeah, what are you? Oh, <laughs> night person. I'm a little night owl. Um, <laughs> you will not catch me in the morning in any good mood. So I'm part of Except the... when you're coming to work, mm. right? I didn't say that. <laughs> Rach, are you morning or night? I'm a night. Jess? Really? Wait, guess for me. Morning. No, but I can <laughs> I can be both. Right. I really can be both. Yeah, well, you are probably in the 13.2% that are neither. Ambivert. And uh, Rach and I, we are in the 36.4% that are night people. 36.4% night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a really? night person. Most people are morning. Most people mm-hmm. are morning. Fifty point four percent. Get out of town. Yeah, I thought. Do you reckon there's a old. correlation of you do better with life and money if you're a morning person? Because oh, that's a fact of life. Because like, yes. so my friend called me that. Uh, my friend called me the other day. He's like, "Oh, come up, I'll take you fishing." I'm like, "That's all good. I'm not doing a four a.m." I'll do the afternoon fishing session. <laughs> no, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Well, it's like all of the gurus online are like, you have to get up at 5 a.m. and you do your exercise and then you do your meditation and no, all no, of that. That's oh, old news. 4 a.m. is the new oh, one. Yeah. You can't Whoops. start your day any later. Well, just on that as well, when you wrote to me the other day at 6 a.m. where you're like, I'm sick, I can't come to work. <laughs> and then at 8 a.m. you wrote another text, was this okay? Mate, I was still in bed. I was still asleep at 8 a.m. Like, so if I don't reply to you at 6 a.m. jammies on. Yeah, if I don't reply at 6 a.m. to your sick day rubbish, bloody piss off. Uh, Should have texted him the night before because we were that, all awake. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there you go. So just do a recap, Nath. It's 50.4% are morning people. 36.4% are evening people and 13.2% are neither. Oh. Mm. Now, Saucy. Rach, what have you got over there? We asked, would you call yourself a saver, a spender or neither? And what are you? I am definitely a saver. Oh, and what are you, JP? <laughs> saver. <laughs> Nathan? Spender! <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> I'm a spender. So, what yeah. are the, what's the breakdown of the respondents? Well, okay, so the majority are on the side of Jess and I. You! 55.9% saver, 31.3% a spender, and 12.7% do not identify with either. Ooh. Oh, okay. So that's funny. It's like, so these are the trends. Like on balance, when we're doing our podcast, particularly My Millennial Money, I'm talking to morning people and I'm talking to savers. <laughs> we're talking to the outliers. The Facebook right. group is just full of outliers. Oh, totally. <laughs> that's what it feels 100%. like. 100%. Uh, JP, there's a question there about the coffee order. What have you got there? All right. The question is, what's your go-to coffee order? And I'm sorry to tell you, Glenn, that the lowest response, so 1.4% is filter. And uh, that's what Glenn drinks here in the studio. He makes his little pouring filter coffee and looks down on everyone else. Mm, yes. <laughs> Not just him. Quiet. <laughs> coffee snobs. Yeah, um, Nathan likes his good coffee. Uh, no, bless your hearts. Okay, so the top response for coffee order is latte at 27.4%. Wow. And then actually next is the I'm not a coffee drinker response. So that's at 22.2%. Wow. So I wonder if they are tea people, soft drink, energy drinks. Not, you know, not a person. Not a person. I actually did say that we should include some other options for this. Do you recall this? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Got it on the podcast. So yeah. should have talked next, to Rach. Remember next the hierarchy year. next year. <laughs> oh my gosh! 
I'm should've, so sorry. You should have taken so it up the chain. <laughs> I should have asked you. Um, and then we've got flat white, cappuccino and long black. Mm. Yeah, and it's very funny and it's a good lesson in knowing your market because when we launched My Millennial Coffee last year, we soon learned that There's less than tears. 1% of people actually <laughs> like black coffee. So There's tears dripping down all of our faces. So that was a good uh, exercise in, you know, not wasting your time and resources. Do market research. Well, mm. Jess has still got a few bags. I think it's going well. Yeah. I just f- recently finished my last bag. So from she last December. year old coffee. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's actually disgusting. Yeah. Hey, um, like, you know what? It's the savers out there and I enjoy it. I actually enjoy it. Mm. So, but you why just wouldn't have you? Okay, expensive you, taste. No, no, no. And my taste is cheap, like me. Okay, why wouldn't you eat carrots or lettuce a year later? Well, I don't Could really taste eat the same. carrots or lettuce. Well, so you get where I'm going with this. Anyway, we're moving I've on. Answered to you. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the ages of you, the audience. Now, the average age is thirty years old. Where last year, the average was 28. Now, the median age was 29. Now, let's move on now to incomes. So, the lowest income that you reported out there was zero. So, we know that there are some people who don't have an income, Mm. which is fine. Nath, students, you'll be graduating from your internship soon. That's right. Earning a single dollar. He's on a two-year internship and he's got another three years to go. He's been doing pretty well so far. I think it's all right. The the highest income of survey respondents was $750,000 per year. Now, this is – I just want to pause here. The median income – which is pretty much the actual number that matters when we want to know the audience's income, was at $91,000 and the average income was $100,580. So I just want to pause on here. If you're a regular listener of My Millennial Money, you need to know that when we produce content, we look at our audience and on balance, the median income for our audience is $91,000. So, if someone gets offended when I say, oh, and if someone saved $3,000 over here and you get offended because your income's $20,000 at the moment, you just need to know that most of our audience has a really good income. And if you don't have a really good income like this, I want to get you there one day if you want. So, I think we all just need to really understand and, you know, there could be older people than you with a higher income, but- you know, last year, the the income, and this is including superannuation, it was $70,000 for the median and 75000 for the average. So, our age has increased a couple of years on balance and the income has increased on balance. So, a lot of the My Millennial Money listeners out there are on really good incomes. And if you're not there yet, that's okay. We will still try and do, I mean, I don't know if I've told JP yet, but JP and Azaria are going to do an episode in February when I'm away because I'm going to go on leave and actually take four weeks off from actually recording, JP and Azaria, you guys are going to do a money hacks episode. Woo! So And that excites me. That's right. Because <laughs> she's a saver. <laughs> so those type of money hacks episodes, it is going to be for maybe the people who are on lower incomes who need to really maximize their money. I love or, how you look at me. Like yeah, no, or I'm looking. <laughs> or those who 
want to get a good bargain. Like, I love a good bargain. That's right. It's great. I know lots of people actually that are on decent incomes, but they love the thrill of a steal or a deal. Mm. So it's not so much equivalent, I would say, to how much you earn. No, that's right. But all I'm saying is if you're on a lower income, you need to be hyper aware and you have to work even harder to make your money stretch. Yep. And that could mean money hacks and all the stuff that you and Azaria will talk about in February. Exciting. So that's it. Like we, we do want to really focus on the majority when we are doing the content, but we'll always do stuff for higher income earners and lower income earners. And this is why we do this annual feedback because we get your, um, we get your feedback. Now, a question here, how do you rate the My Millennial Money podcast? Well, out of 10, the average rating was 8.7. So that was really cool. The cool thing was last year, the average rating for the podcast was 8.4. And in 2019, it was 8.5. So over the last two years, we dipped a bit last year, but the quality from you telling us has increased. Um, So we always look for that. We just want to know if you like our podcast and our show. There's an interesting one here. JP, do you want to read the next one and what the question was? Sure. So the next question is how would you rate your own financial literacy? And this year we've got 7.5. So that's out of 10. Um, last year it was 6.7 and the year before it was 6.4. So there's a real trend there of an improved on average financial literacy, which we, we love to see that. Yeah. It's good. How do we get 11 out of 10 guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have the option for 11. Maybe next year we'll have to give it. That's right. Yeah. Rach, what do we got now? Um, we asked, how satisfied are you with your life? And the average was 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think, you know, we didn't really ask this last year or the year before um, that I can remember because I couldn't see it in there. Uh, But it was good to see there was people that were like a broad spectrum. People wrote 10, 9, 8. There were people who filled it out who put one. So I just want to say if you are having a, a hard time or you're not too satisfied with your life, if you don't know why you're not satisfied, maybe over this Christmas break season, you could do a bit of, I don't know, deep thought or get a journal and write down some things that you that you do like. Because, mm. you know, we've all gone through times where we haven't been satisfied with our life, but I think it's identifying what's that pain point that's making us unsatisfied. For sure. And sometimes, I mean, you know, we're real advocates of getting professional financial advice. And sometimes you do need a little bit of help in that professional area for your health or your mental health. So there's really nothing wrong. And there's a lot of support there for going to a GP and getting a mental health care plan um, if you do need that extra support. Yeah. So thanks for being honest with that one, everyone. Okay, we asked, what is the ideal podcast length? And 60% of you said 45 minutes to one hour, uh, which is cool. And 32% said under 45 minutes. Do you want to read number four, Nath? Uh, How often do you guys listen to My Millennial Money? We have got a large chunk, 54.1% every week, week in, week out, uh, ad hoc, or I just listen to the topics that are of interest. That is sitting at 31%. 
at least once a month, 13.6 and other 1.2. So that's a pretty dedicated audience. So no matter the content, they're mm. in there seven days. And I, I will say like, because over half of the respondents, 54% listen every week, we are getting more current with our Tuesday show. So John and I will usually record that on a Thursday or Friday or sometimes Monday mm. uh, for the Tuesday. And, you know, I did toy about making a My Millennial Money News or something like that. But because we're doing these episodes pretty live, quote unquote, or fresh, you know, within days before they're released, we can kind of cover newsy stuff anyway if people are listening to episodes on the day that they drop. So when we asked about how would you rate the My Millennial Money podcast, I think we asked people why they gave us a score if they did it under five, just to know. So if they're not rating it high... Um, so there was one here, I feel like it no longer aligns to the values it set and he's just pushing its own brand now. Um, I mean, I don't know what the deviation, have you guys felt that there's a deviation from the values that I originally set? I mean, pushing its own brand, like we probably should cover now, like we make money by selling ad spots. We make money with our online courses, uh, the book. Uh, we've got uh, referral partners that, you know, advertise and come on the show and, and help people. But I mean, am, do you think I'm missing something here? Like, well, I know no, we're I, in the ecosystem, but... I find it interesting that's like, and to maintain those ad spots and maintain that revenue stream, they want a spot on our show because of our brand. Mm. So, we kind of have to push the brand, like as long as that still aligns with mm. the values that the reason you started the podcast for, mm. which is what I think it still is, but... It's all part and parcel with what we want the brand ethos to be. Would and I'll, yeah. Like, would you say that, JP, with all the ways that you do the social stuff, would you say it still aligns from uh, the beginning? I would say there's definitely things that have changed, but they would be very micro. And the focus of, and really what it comes down to, what we're trying to do here, is help people with their finances. And we do adapt that in micro ways so that we can help more people. And it kind of goes back to what Glenn said earlier about, you know, we look at the we look at the macro trends that come through and the feedback that people give us and um and and use that to adapt how we help people across every channel that we we're across. So mm-hmm. and and branding is really just there to service our community. Yeah, and and I will say like I'm probably breaking my number one rule reading these because I haven't seen a trend saying um, that it no longer aligns to the values that it set out. Like if 30 people said that in a row, okay, well, we've got a- We're sellouts. We've got a big issue here. (laughs) Mm. But I will make no apology ever uh, for earning an income and giving the three of you jobs. Mm. Like straight up, I won't apologize for that. Um, And hopefully over time- we can do better as a team and pay all of you more. Like, because that's what we're about, right? Woo! Woo. Because, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. And, I'm, and and to get really practical, like JP, she was head of the project where we did the My Money Journals and we produced that ourselves, and we made a bit of a profit off that. So, Good that is you. our own brand. And I would rather sell our own branded stuff because yep. at least we've vetted it, we've... I don't know, like it's our stuff. Mm. I think the difference with that, is w- with that as well was that we did the market research versus the 
the, the coffee. The coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, we knew that that would be something that would bring a lot of people mm. value and that's the only reason that we did it. The fact that we could make a little bit of coin off that as well, it was just an extra bonus. Mm. But But really the value in that is that people got a lot of value out of that. So we are looking at doing more My Money journals at some point. Mm. Soon. Yeah. And if you want one, please DM us or email us or let, let us know. know in some way because yep. we, we do get people reaching out probably once a week, but it would be great to know if there's more of you as well. Uh, discussions are getting repetitive and generic in nature. Yeah, and that goes back to that um, Tuesday show. Like I'll always do um, – you know, the bread and butter personal finance stuff. Because uh, a lot of people tend to have the same struggles with totally money. It's not a huge hat to pick from. But yeah, one of the trends I think I'm seeing just briefly is the uh, the content mm. and how it's delivered. So, mm. that's that's something we can work on. Just Well, so there's someone said he loved the pod, struggle with the conversational format. Well, go and listen to My Millennial Money Medical because Dev, he literally types out his episodes and reads it and it's oh, bubble awesome. all conversation. If you don't want to listen to it, just have a read of the transcript. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, um, I've not listened to it yet, but see a lot of people find it very useful. Podcasts just aren't my thing. Um, Thanks for writing that. I like the comment, sometimes great, sometimes a bit meh. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn is often obnoxious and rude towards John Pigeon, always interrupts him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess, but it's it's like well, they you- have a banter, and it's interesting because one person says, "Oh, Glenn's obnoxious and rude," and a bunch of other people say, "Oh, I love the banter and the friendship that Glenn and John have." Mm. So it's just a different perspective. But and this is it. Like that could be someone who hasn't listened and knows us. But if I was genuinely rude to somebody, and particularly John, like we wouldn't put the episodes up, or he would say, "Hey, can you just..." chill out there so it's it's just one of those things like we can't um please I everyone mean, there is a reason john isn't here today <laughs> yeah. Yeah. just kidding rage uh, is coming on as co-host hey y'all. the queen um, rage hey number eight do you want to read that one um all right so we asked how long have you been a listener and 51.8 percent of you said 12 months or so um 22 percent said since the start. Woo, go you. Wow. April so 2018. April, oh, yeah. sorry. April 2018. Um, and then another 18% said six to 12 months and 8% said three months or less. I think we um, forgot to put around 18 months, but I think there is a bit of an 18-month revolving door. Um, what are your top five money issues, goals, or interest points from this list? So, Nate, do you want to read the top five? Okay, top five money issues, goals, or interest points. We've got number one, investing in a share portfolio. A lot of you wanted to get started in that. Number two, we've got you want to increase your income. Who Pretty, would want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> None of my team members. <laughs> number three is buying an investment property. Number four, getting my cash flow and spending plan nailed. And number five, travel bish travel. A very important one for <laughs> us Australians. Um, 81% of you are full-time employees. 9.9% of you are part-time. 88 are studying. Um, and then it, it goes down. You know, there's a bit of a combo of stuff. That's a big dip, isn't it? Mm. We've got a lot of 
full-time workers. What do you want to hear more of? Money stories, couple money management, stories of people building wealth from nothing on average incomes. I, I have, I'm a millennial and have a share portfolio worth 1.4 million with my husband. Let's get that person on for a money story. Come on. <laughs> that sounded like an elevator pitch. Yeah. Um, and and this, this is an example of what I was talking about. Like, and this is so wild. So what do, you wish to, what do you wish to hear more of? Property, crypto and successful people. <laughs> and then what do you want to hear less of? Property. Sorry, John. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great response. Um, can you guys see any other cool stuff there about more or less? I thought this is interesting. It says how to change your investing strategy over time. So it's got e.g. 20s versus 30s versus dot, 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 60s. So on and on and on. Um, Yeah, I just think that's an interesting one because obviously uh, there's a lot of talk about your investing to be just a set and forget type of strategy. But that that is interesting, um, changing it over time. Can I read this one? Yep. What do you wish to hear less of? Less chicken plucking and more vegan alternatives. Some I've prepared include, let's peel this potato. Yes. Let's pit this peach. Let's parboil this parsnip. Can we get Glenn to say that? We might do a drop in at the start of this episode. I'm going to not comment on that. (laughs) so funny. Other than it's a figure of speech and it's okay. But for the Let's sake of it, this potato. <laughs> peel alliteration. Jess, can can we get it just for the sake of it, Glenn? <laughs> no, no, no I'll, I'll do one. Hang on. All right, guys. Let's rub this rhubarb. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Edit that out. Yeah, I can stay. Whatever. So, what do you want to hear less of? Crypto, where the one above was like. Um, they want to hear more crypto. They want more crypto. Okay, Glenn talking over people said with love though. Okay, just on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut up, everyone talking. <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> okay. Um, sometimes, if I interview somebody, it can sound like I'm always interrupting once we edit it. But some people are really hard to interview. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like us. <laughs> Well, and there's, hold on, there's the whole dynamic of when you're interviewing someone and it's over Zoom, we've all been on uh, those calls yes. when you jump in and it sounds like people are talking over each other, but they're just trying to communicate in this Zoom world. Yeah, it's wild. So that's like a whole other level. I have become a better interviewer though. And really? I'm acutely aware that I'm suck, that I suck and I'm not a professional. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to hear less of? Super beginner stuff like first home purchases, getting out of consumer debt. Again, not everyone's at the same journey. Um, there's so much actually, people saying less crypto, crypto, crypto. Yeah, but there's so much that said more. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll have to check that. But yeah. how many? We've got a um, question here about how much consumer debt people have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how much consumer debt do you have in total? 75.1% said zero. I know. That's so good, isn't that's it? insane. So well done to the strength of the My Millennial Money community. Yeah. You know, 75% of you don't have any consumer debt. Awesome. You guys are freaks and I love it. <laughs> and, if you, it. and if you've still got consumer debt, that's all good. I just don't want you to f- get any more. Your first step in getting out of debt is to not get any more debt. Yeah, and like, I think the, the massive step down from um, zero debt to under 5K, 11.7 say they have under 5K worth of consumer debt. That's still amazing. Like to have that little an amount of debt, 
and seems like people are getting it under control in this mm. census. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back and we're going to find out, we're going to do a gender reveal. <laughs> <laughs> right after this. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, so welcome back. We're just hanging out today. What is your gender? Well, 67% of you, female. Ooh. Ooh. 32% male. Yes. 0.5, prefer not to say, 0.5 non-binary. Love it. So 67% of you, ladies, Welcome. We've talked about the average age. Oh, the net worth. The average net worth was $364,000. That's pretty good, right? That's all right. I actually expected it to be higher. Just considering the average income. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, what is your household income including super? Over 200K was the highest response. Um, How many percent? Sorry. 25%. Mm. And then just under that, 22.9% said 151,000 to 200,000. K, that is. Mm. 15.5%, 121,000 to 150,000. And then goes down and down. Yeah. And that's so what, what we did, we asked people their individual income because there could be just a listener whose partner doesn't listen. And then we just had some ranges that Rach just read out. So again, like there are a lot of really good incomes and good household incomes that listen to My Millennial Money. So if you're not there yet and you want to be, you you can achieve that. It's all good. All right. I've got another question or statement really for mm, you guys. She's got a hand raise in the studio. She's ready. I do. <laughs> How much cash do you have saved? Now, without looking at it, Glenn's looking at it, so you can't answer this. Oh, but God. Nath, you're the only one not looking at your phone right now. What do you think is the top percentage bracket? So the in brackets of... <laughs> yeah, what, what are the brackets? About, about like from five to ten and then upwards of that is 
in 10k. Or it just give us a ballpark what you think the average reckon? savings are. The average. Or the biggest band. The biggest band. Let's say 20 to 30k in cash. <gasps> <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you a literal I'm not, genius? I'm not looking at it. I'm not even looking at it. You, you're like, I'm not looking at it. You literally have it open. <laughs> this isn't it. But that's not it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Can confirm Nath did pluck that out of his head. So we've got 21. As long as he didn't pluck a chicken. Oh, yeah. Peel that potato if you know what I'm saying. Rub that rhubarb. <laughs> All right. So 21 to 30K. 11.2%. And then just under that, we've got 5K to 10K is at 11%. And then 11 to 15K is 10.8%. Under 5K is 9.7%. And it kind of goes all the way down. Like all of the percentages are, you know, nearly in lots of like 9 to 10%, mm. which is quite interesting. So there's mm. not really like a – a strong winner. If you're picturing the graph in your mind, if you're a visual person. It's pretty flat. It is pretty, pretty flat. If it was COVID, we'd flatten that curve. Flatten it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here because I want to get on with my life. Um, how big is your share portfolio? Um, 20% and uh, this is Glenn just doing bush maths. It's 19.7 but whatever. 20% one to $5,000, 18% no shares. Uh, 12.3, 6 to 10K. Uh, it's about 8.5 under $1,000. We've got some big whales with um, share portfolios of over 150 grand. Oh, man, man. 4.7. Um, how much super do you have? 15.2%, over $150,000. The next one down. That's lovely. Yeah, at 13%, 51 to 70K. Uh, 11%, the next one down, 11.8, 101 to 150K. So, again, on balance, they are doing well. Yeah, you people out there, you're killing it with your money. You guys are killing it. We are proud of you. And and this is the whole thing. Like, there are so many of you that are out there that are good income, no debt, lots of super, good money habits. There comes a time where Glenn James, I can't help you. I can only encourage you. You've and that's, outgrown Glenn. That's you have. what we're saying. That's what I'm redundant now. I'm cancelling myself. <laughs> Bye, Glenn. See ya. But and this is it. Like I still want you to listen to be encouraged to keep dialed in. Yeah. I still listen to personal finance podcasts because I'm not above any of this stuff. All right. So now we're jumping to living situation. We've got forty seven percent of you own a property with a mortgage. And 20% approx rent with a spouse or partner. And then just under that is 11.4% still live at home. So love to see it, saving the dollars. It's great. Um, Then we've got property ownership. And outside of owning your own home with a mortgage, the top response for that is plan to buy your first property to live in within 12 months. So that's 17.3% of you. So that's the... Mm. Top answer there for property ownership, which in this market, man, you're in for a tough one. But there's thousands of markets all around Australia. So true. So I retract that statement. <laughs> I just heard. I mean, I'm not really in the in the market to buy at the moment, but I've heard a lot of comments from people that are was- having difficulties. But here's an opportunity for a John plug. John Pigeon, mm. Solve Our Wealth. He's got an online <laughs> course if you want to do that. 
Um, Actually, we'll put a link in the show notes. Can I do a selfish little shout out for John? Quick. Okay, sorry. Just quickly, everyone. And Nate's probably going to cut this out. No. Um, so I did a clarity call with John in about October last year. So over a year ago. And I ran through a couple of options and he really, really helped me. It was a hard conversation, but I desperately needed a third party non bias response to my personal situation. And from taking action from what John recommended that I should do, I was able to hit my savings goal within nine months. And that's what I'd forecast to save for a year. So all I'll say is it's well worth its dollars. Mm. If you want to hear that situation in the deep, it's 414C of the main show. Whoa, mm. you're so quick. Nice. So if you want to listen to yeah JP's podcast with John, 414C. That's right. 14.5% of you are undecided about owning a property and the timeline, either to live or as an investment property. 56.2% uh, of you have a mortgage. The total, the biggest band of mortgage debt at 40.5% was between 30550 um, and then the second band at 21.1% was one to 300. And then 14.6% band, 700K to a million dollars. 28.1% um, of you own cryptocurrency. 206 uh, do not, but are keen to understand more. Now, I, 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 I got sick earlier um, last week and I couldn't do the crypto webinar. So we are going to swing back around and uh, sort that out in January. Sort your crypto out. Uh, and and again, I just wanted to do that from a no hype, just this is how it works. I'm not selling you a freaking $3,000 trading package. So it's just info only. So um, we've refunded a few people, they're $11, but um, we've got all your emails if you've paid for it and we will get back in touch in January and we'll pump that little uh, session out. Okay. One word. One word to describe the show. All right. So all sentence. Of, all sentence. Well, yeah. Okay. So there's lots that are here that are great. So we've got great community, relevant, punchy, money talk made easy. Oh. Maybe we should pick, okay, what's the new tagline for M3 out of these responses? Mm. Easy, <laughs> e easy to listen to. You learn a few things better than commercial radio. Love it. <laughs> Money for intermediaries. <laughs> Intermediates. Unfiltered and honest. I love that. Enjoyable. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> Glorious. <What>? Oh, <laughs> I've seen that too. Someone just said what? F what? Good. <laughs> yeah, just, just what? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Oh, um, dumbest thing with money, yep. please. My fave. Bet 1K on Conor McGregor to win a fight. Oh, boy. It's not worthwhile. All right, I've got one here. Emotional day trader. Oh, tough, 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 tough. Oh. I've got another one. Purchased credits on Habbo Hotel. Now, if anyone doesn't know <laughs> what that is. It's yes. like an online chat site. <laughs> all, all us millennials should be quite what is familiar it? with it. What is it? It's an online chat What's site. What's it called? Habbo Hotel. Never heard of it. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Look it up. Uh, no. Too old. <laughs> um, no. So it's an online chat site. It's like little cartoons. Does it still exist? Nath, I feel like you would know the answer. Oh, he's Am I seeing. thinking of um, 
Club Penguin that sold out. No, they still exist. Oh, my gosh. Club Penguin came back. Yeah, no, it's still good, baby. Okay. Um, anything, okay, any other general feedback, episode suggestions or guest suggestions? Anyone got any some, any got stuff, whatever? I, I can't talk. <laughs> More money stories. That was quite a common um common thread in the what do you want more of as well. Mm. People love the My Millennial stories. And we've got a heat booked for January and February, don't we, that are already being recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's lots coming, guys. I like to see um, feedback around uh, families and what families can do for planning. We That has been really common feedback in the Facebook group um, in the last little while. Other, uh, here we go. I'd like to learn more about self-employed stuff, paying my own tax, super, etc. I've been saving tax, but I have no idea how to pay my own super and the whole thing confuses me. Uh, so there's a, I would encourage anyone who's self-employed to listen to the podcast, My Millennial Business, because it's just for you, that podcast. Hmm. Um, more, more episodes in a week would be great. Well, that's All not right, happening. get on there, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glad Dev Raga has joined. More Vince and campfire chats. Yeah, yeah someone said coming. Queen Azaria. There's yeah. been a few. Oh, someone Queen. said more MMC, please, yeah. more careers. Yeah. So there's going to be more career podcasts coming next year. Oh, yeah. Love it. Um, more on trusts. Anyway. Should we end this with a nice review? Yeah, is yeah. it the one star one? No, no. <laughs> no, read it. I want to, I want to hear it. <laughs> okay, we'll go. We'll go. Um, one one-star review and one of the other general feedback. I've got a good one. Can I read a good one? But honestly, if you listen on Apple and you like any of our podcasts, we would appreciate you leaving us a five-star review if you like them. Yeah. Um, and before that, we'll look at the one-star review and I'll read that, JP. You can do the good feedback and end us on a nice note. All right. But um, this is recent, 2nd of September of 2021. Um I love that they give you a subject line. Yeah, yes. it's great. Oh, my goodness. I was appalled. Okay. <laughs> the A word. Oh, the beginning. Oh. Okay. Um, and so, this comes with a disclaimer that this is season one related. In 2018. Yes. Anything season one related is redundant. <laughs> Do not listen unless you just want to hear um, old content. But this person... Uh, listen to Afterpay War on Erin, she called it. That would have been like one of the first episodes. It's seriously, I remember listening to that when you first started. Um, based on the fact that I love She's on the Money, I gave this one a go and was absolutely appalled to listen to the way you all acted after the listener told you his story. It's purely disgusting to laugh and make fun on a listener like that, like you've never made a mistake in your life. Wow. Um, I was cringing. I turned it off. The listener had a genuine concern like a lot of us do and you laughed in his face and criticized him like he was beneath you. Um, thing is, I think that Aaron, was John Pigeon. Really? Or Aaron. It was one of them. It was yeah. the host of the show. Well, that's the, that's the issue here. Aaron wasn't a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron was a season one co-host. Oh, man. Um, so, I think the last line of this review... Uh, I think you have changed, Glenn. Let's hope you've pulled your attitude out of your backside today for your other episodes. Mm. I don't think it's in there. I think it's out of the backside. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, this is the whole thing. Glenn, you do good, mate. No, but I am I am who I am. And if you don't like it, sorry, can't help you. <laughs> yeah. I am becoming a better person like all of us. But the problem is we all get judged 
yeah. on stuff of yesterday. Whether you're in media and you did something a million years ago and you're now cancelled, or if you put out a crap podcast, the first third episode or the first couple of episodes. Oh, yeah, within the first five. That's yeah, glorious. Like, yeah, you can judge me on that. And I'm acutely aware that it sucks. And to be honest, I'm acutely disappointed with most of the content we do because I don't think it's up to the scratch, the, up to scratch at the level that I want it because... Oh, stop perfectionist. It. Yeah, so i well and truly aware, everyone, and that's why I'm not your guru. Oh, you I'm just encouraging you. <laughs> I think, oh, yeah. I thought it was you. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, well, anyway, that was our one-star review and I think your head is out of your backside. But if we end on a positive note, yeah. We've got a good review, don't we? We do have a lot of good reviews. We've got a lot of people that really love you, Glenn, and they love you, John, and um, they really get a lot of value out of our podcast. So, <clears throat> got to clear the throat, got to get it ready to read this great review. <laughs> it's a quick one, so don't worry. So, it says, so stoked I found this podcast this year. I began 2021 with a cycle of spending and difficulty saving and I'm ending it with a sizable emergency fund, a good start to my investment portfolio and a confidence in my spending plan. It's amazing to feel in control of my money. Thanks, Glenn and the M3 team. Oh, that's awesome. That's the, kind of, that's the kind of feedback that I just we, – well, when I read it, I'm like, where? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just so beautiful. And we yeah. love to hear all of your stories about how, you know, being part of the community or listening to the podcast or even if it's just following our silly memes on Instagram, how that has played a part in your money story. We are, are genuinely so grateful that we are here, that we get to be part of this and part of your money story or your money journey in some way. And um, and we, we couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much to everyone for listening and for encouraging each other and for helping us to build this amazing, beautiful community. Mm. Well, thank you, everyone. So we're going to wrap it up. Nate, thanks for the year, mate. Rach, thanks for all your hard work. JP, thanks for running the tour and doing all that stuff. No worries. Really appreciate all three of you and really appreciate JK. Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? Um, <laughs> Really appreciate JK. She's off on maternity leave. Um, we've had a, a big year. Um, it's been a huge year. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it Nathan, again. Nathan got engaged. Woo. Ra- yes. Rachel's. It didn't get engaged. Rachel got. Rachel <laughs> she didn't got get the a job. She got a job. Yay. Someone bought Rachel a brand new car as a gift. Oh, yeah. yeah. How awesome is that? I can't believe your sugar daddy did that. I <laughs> 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 Yeah, whatever. Oh, um, my gosh. JP. I ran a tour. Ran a tour. <laughs> and you got the journal out. Which is journal? That was, that last, was last year. year. That was last year. Can you believe this? Oh, my God. Oh, I feel like. Released a book. I, we're running out of time, but. You have I, an embarrassing story Yeah, I was, was going to tell you. I forgot to tell both of you. So, we went to Westfield last night. And you know how I went to Grilled? Yeah. So I went in and I had to wait because they were completely booked out. They're like, oh, you're just going to have to wait. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll wait for Grilled. I'll, I'll wait to spend 80. Eight, sorry. It is 80. I'll, I'll wait to spend $80 on a meal. Sure. Um, <laughs> so, so I waited. Anyway, so up the back of the restaurant, all around the side of the restaurant were tables. It was like this U-shape. And in the middle, there was a single big table that wasn't really a seat. He goes, oh, we can just sit you here at the end. You buy yourself so we can save the other. I'm like, yep, no worries. Anyway, 
I grab this three-legged stool, move it over, sit down, and no, 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 fall no, no, no. over. I oh, lean back. No. The stool goes bang. I hit the deck. Everyone went silent and turned around and looked at me on the floor. I've never been more embarrassed in my life. Really? That's the worst. And then after I got up and I was like, oh, gosh, I counted. There was 40 people around me who stopped and turned around. Yeah. Did anybody help you? Well, the, the girl was like, I'm so sorry. And this other guy like helped me up. Not that I've probably needed it, whatever. And um, <laughs> she's like, "Oh, let me know if it hurts." <laughs> the worker, <laughs> and then I, and then the owner came over, You're like, "Yeah, and it hurts he, my ego." <laughs> well, the, owner, the owner came over and he's like, um, "Oh, sorry about that. Is everything all right?" And they got me actually a chair, not a three-legged stool. Oh. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, everything all right?" I heard it from down the front of the restaurant, <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. We'll settle it in court. No worries." Uh, <laughs> Well, I do suppose it would be easier to sit down if your head wasn't in your ass. True. Oh, true. It was a balancing thing. It was a balancing true. thing. Oh, oh my god! So embarrassed. Are you hurt? Like physically? No. no. That's good. Yeah. Like That's it was only a least. small stool, but it just slipped. Oh gosh. Just okay. embarrassing. I have an embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. Super quick. So on one of our tour events, I it was after the night of the event, and I was. Um, wanting to go to the gym. And so I went to cross the road <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, you know, I'd want to quickly cross the road because there was cars coming. I'm crossing over four lanes of traffic and I slip over and just everything that I was holding flies out of my hands. And um, maybe I'll put a photo in the Facebook group if anyone wants to yeah. see it. But I've got a nice little, uh, nice little nick on my knee and I, uh, um, obviously, I didn't make it to the gym after that. But, Glenn, I think, you know, I, I seem to hurt myself physically, unintentionally, a lot. Mm. So, in comparison, I think you did all right. Mm. I, I almost got hit by a bus. So, well, yep. How embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> Man, would you rather fall in front of a bus or in front of 40 people? Uh, I'm going to take the bus. Hey, there's probably 40 people on, on the, the bus, bus, and there's probably more in all of the cars surrounding the traffic. <laughs> When you make a a, a huge bus stop in front of you, yeah, Mm. scary. All right, we're going to go. Thank you, everyone, for listening this year. We'll uh, be running some best of summer series and we'll come back uh, between Christmas and New Year and read some stuff out from the Facebook group. But um, thank you so much and see you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Love you so much. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options, or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.